God's intention is that we would grow up in our salvation. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Good morning, my friends. We're moving on today in our study in 1 Peter. We're moving into chapter 2, and we're going to be looking at verses 1 through 3 today. This comes on the heels of Peter's teaching in 1 Peter chapter 1 on the call of God for the believers to be holy, to be set apart, consecrated for God's purposes in the world, um, and submitted to God's will in all things. Now, as we begin uh, 1 Peter 2, um, we will see Paul, excuse me, Peter moving forward in this theme and um, with a new challenge as we set out to study verses 1 through 3. As we prepare for our study, let's go before the Father to ready our hearts. Heavenly Father, we love you today. We thank you for your word. We are ready once again to study together, and we give you thanks for the opportunity we have to pause to listen, to wait, to rest, and to consider uh, your word today. Uh, Send your spirit ahead of us into it, that we might have insight and understanding uh, beyond what we could have on our own. And we want to apply the things your spirit reveals as we study together. We ask all these things in Jesus' strong name. Amen. All right, 1 Peter 2, 1 through 3. Peter writes, Therefore, rid yourselves of all malice and all deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and slander of every kind. Like newborn babies, crave pure spiritual milk so that by it you may grow up in your salvation now that you have tasted that the Lord is good. So Peter begins by calling us and calling the believers at the time that he wrote this letter Uh, to rid themselves of all malice and deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and slander of every kind. Now, this is kind of a laundry list of negative things. Um, And the beginning uh, of the statement really implies the word you in all caps. Therefore, you rid yourselves of all malice and deceit, hypocrisy, and the like. And so it is a directive. And we know that apart from the Holy Spirit's sanctifying work in us, our own efforts at ridding ourselves of these things uh, would be impossible, ultimately. Um, We might be able to stay on top of a few of them at a time, but to rid ourselves of all of these things in our own effort is impossible. It's just not something we're capable of. But in the power of the Holy Spirit at work through the sanctifying ministry of the Holy Spirit alive in our hearts, these things can be possible to be ridded from our lives, to be removed from our lives, to be to be replaced by something other. And that replacement is the the holy nature of God's character and and uh, godly fruit taking root in our lives. Malice um, is having it out for somebody. Deceit is lying in a way that's intentionally um, directed at uh, deceiving people, at fooling people, at um, pulling the wool over their eyes. Hypocrisy is pretending 
to be one thing on the outside while on the inside knowing you're something quite opposite of that, quite different. Um, Envy is wanting what others have. And slander is talking badly about people outside of their presence. Uh, Speaking what you feel about someone uh, truthfully, uh, not to their face. And Peter says, these things have got to go. These are unbecoming qualities of a believer. These are, uh, these are not qualities of one who's pursuing the heart of God and seeking to live like Jesus. He continues by saying, like newborn babies crave pure spiritual milk. Um, be hungry after the things of God so that by it you may grow up in your salvation. Now, we get the pure spiritual milk uh, through our time in the Word, through our fellowship within the body, through the preaching of the Word, through uh, the call to ministry where we reach out to others and we empty ourselves of all of our selfish motivations and we focus on serving God by serving others and loving others and discipling others. And so uh, Peter says, hey, be hungry after the pure spiritual milk. Be hungry after the Word of God, after after the teaching of the apostles, so that by it you may grow up in your salvation. He's saying, um, get some growing to do. Let's be committed to maturing in our faith. And then finally, uh, he says, the motivation for continuing on this growth path is that we have tasted that the Lord is good. Uh, yes, maybe we've tried the world's forbidden fruit. Maybe we've lived up to a resume of really negative things in our lives. Um, But now that we have tasted that God is good, that the Lord is good, that Jesus in our lives, surrender to Jesus is better than anything we've tried on our own. Um, He says, continue to grow. Be committed to growing. Don't be satisfied with where you're at. Seek the deeper gifts. Seek a deeper understanding. Seek a deeper connection to God. Don't stay put. Don't stay where you are. Don't drag your feet. And so this is a great encouragement to us, and it's a great challenge for all of us. I mean, the reality is, uh, for many of us, our Bibles spend far too much time on the shelf than in our hands in a prayerful uh, reading of the Scriptures where we really invite the Spirit of God to teach our hearts. Um, If your Bible's spending more time on the shelf than in your hands open uh, before the Lord, then uh, that's not doing you much good, and it doesn't have a chance to grow you up in your salvation if it's sitting on a shelf. And so it's a great challenge to us as well. Um, Showing up at church on Sunday morning and having a good time of worship and fellowshipping with some of your brothers and sisters in Christ is a great thing, and and it has its place. But it's not all that we need. And so if your spiritual life in Christ is not growing, you need to ask yourself why. And then you need to wait for God to reveal the reasons. And then you need to take seriously what the Spirit reveals and make some course corrections so that you can get your spiritual life back on track so that this can become true of your walk with Jesus, that you may grow up in your salvation. And the motivation for that is life with God is so, so good. All right, my friends, I'm challenged by these words, and I hope you are too. Thanks for taking time out of your day to study, and I pray that God will continue to teach us as we, as we consider these words today. God bless.